Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, Yo, I found one of them gummies that you gave me when I first met you in what, 2022? Nigga. No, what? I don't know what fucking year that was. Nigga, I ate that shit. Bro, I heard people outside having conversations that weren't there. I ate all Bailey Girl Scout cookies that she sent. And it's all your fault, nigga. I, I just had to call and let you know. I still got one or two more on thing things. And I found them again today unpacking. And I scared, boss. See, niggas want to blame me <laughs> for, for everything. Let's get to it. Because, look, you can't blame me for some of the blackest shit that we've ever been through in our lives. Do you understand what we're saying? Some of the blackest shit. You want to get? You want to know an example of some real black shit? Oh, so you niggas is just gonna forget about the chicken phase y'all went through, the crazy chicken phase because the chicken sandwich was hidden at that time, huh? Popeyes, you niggas is sick. Y'all make me sick. Y'all had, y'all had May Jean back there sweating her ass off, high blood pressure. Diabetes kicking up, all kind of shit going on. Why? Because you niggas went to kill. Y'all said we're not killing over Jordans no more, but we're going to kill over this chicken. Nigga, that's a true story. We're going to kill over this. What's some of the most blackest shit we've ever been through in our lives? Voting. Vote or die. Vote or die. You niggas ran out there and cashed that $3,000 check they gave you. Huh? Y'all niggas wanted to vote for Trump because he yeah, he gave you twenty five hundred and gave you some more if you had extra kids. That's what this was about. You think we forgot about that? You think we got we all showed up to Black Panther wearing Daishikis, including me. We all showed up. Not all. No, I know it was a few of y'all that was that was on the other side of being woke. I, I get it. You niggas was just by yourselves. I get it. I get it. But the rest of us, we did that. We thought some of y'all still think Wakanda is a real place. Y'all might be on to something, but some of y'all still believe. But the blackest moments is still there because a lot of us still think Pac is alive somewhere in Cuba. Somewhere over there, maybe even Jamaica. We still think that. We still think that. Yes, that's some of the blackest shit we've been through. But guess what? No, 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 no. I know some of these people personally, okay? And I can't fit everybody into one episode. I can't do that. This will be a run. This episode will be going for the rest of my life. But we're going to get to episode one. I'm going to give a special shout out to all the people that's listening to this because some of y'all is going to make this list eventually. 
But for right now, I want to introduce to you some of the blackest history we got. Hmm. Penrose Eames, the first black man to fight for candy corn rights. In the year 2015, Penrose led a movement of unfamiliar, an unfamiliar group of podcasters for the rights and the respect for candy corn. For candy corners is what they call them. You got to give it to them. That's a, hey, he's pushing the line. All candy matters. That's what he's saying. That's what he has did. He did that. And he is doing that. And you got to respect that. You got to respect a man that to get in the front line. And we're not talking about, you're not one of them cats that just post and delete because of the publicist said, now you might want to, don't rub certain people the wrong. No, he's standing on his. That sugary plastic that he loves so much, and I just found out not too long ago uh, from a close source that they have different flavors. Now I'm scared. Now I'm scared. Drake, also better known as Mr. D713, a.k.a. Brandon, was the first black man to invest in pearl white stockings. Yes, he did. Yes, he and you would think, and he's from Texas. So what he did was he he invested in that pearl white <laughs> stockings. Though, if you need to know anything about stockings, ask Drake, Mister D seven one three. Everything culture. Everything about him is the culture. Everything about him. Gigi, y'all may have heard her voice through some of these podcast airwaves. Gigi is the first black podcaster to have a podcast, but don't record it. This nigga is a genius. <laughs> this nigga is a genius. The most anticipated podcast show not being recorded. That's got to be some black shit. No, she really on some melanin ghetto shit. You got to love it. You know what I'm saying? But she does. She is a co-host to another podcast. But as far as her solo career, she's already a legend. A lot of y'all got a problem with Lauren Hill being a legend with one album. None of y'all niggas said nothing to Gigi for being a podcast legend. <laughs> she ain't even dropped a solo podcast yet. CEO Hayes, that's my brother, The Breaks Radio, Bull Central. Oh, man, this is the guy. He is he is sports viral all the time, and he liked to post those black and white pictures of himself. Shout out to him. Self-love. You got to dig it. But he is also the first black man to open up a naked foot brothel. I synced it. He got three of them, three locations, Miami, Atlanta, L.A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't go inside. The feats is in there, though. Yeah, he did that. He opened that up. I, I seen them. Views from the Seven podcast. Y'all ever heard of them? They're from Las Vegas. Well, yeah. 
They are. I met I met all of them too. I met all of them. Yeah, cool cats, super cool cats, and that's why they made the list because. Well, Views from the Seven was the first black podcasters or first black men that I ever met from Las Vegas. As many times as I've been in Las Vegas, I I didn't know that. Because we used to go straight to the strip, bro, when we were younger. We didn't care about what the strip was surrounded by, right? One nothing. There was no. There was nobody in the inside calling us like, "Yo, this is what popping." This is what happened on around the strip. No, we wasn't getting that. We was going straight to the strip. I used to think Vegas was just empty until we got there. Because we only went during certain times. Fight, holiday, right? Now that I go, when it's not one of those, you start to see, you know, Vegas natives, Right? This is why they don't fully accept my Raiders because, well, that's a long, that's a different story. But it's a mixture of a lot, though. I think I know more people to move to Vegas than people that's actually from Vegas. So when I met them, I'm like, dang, they do got black people over here. That's crazy. That's wild. And it's just, it's a comedy podcast. Queen Poison. Y'all may have uh, uh, heard her on here before because I, I had her. Celebrity. One of the few celebrities that I have. Like, we talking about level, you know, like, level five celebrity. And the list only go up to four. So that's what I'm, I'm letting you know the importance. But Queen Poison is the first black woman to attract both male, female viewers, listeners, stalkers, and racists to smell her. Scientists can't explain it. You know, a lot of spiritual people are saying it's the, it's the type of melanin that she has, and it's, like, it's very rare. I think she only shares that with like seven people in this world. And I think one, has, one of them passed away in the 70s. So yeah, check if Queen Poison, go follow her. Follow me and then go follow her. Okay? That's how we do that. King Germ. I don't King Germ has yet to be on the show, but has been featured on the show because he has left voicemails or voice messages uh for both BTG for president and Oprah with BTG. Uh, but King Germ is the interesting guy because he's the first black man to be accused of cheating every day. No, I want to say this again because the words that you're hearing, you hear every day. So you, it, you might, this might not even register to you. From the day he was born, he was accused of cheating and never cheated. And that is still current today. I'm going to jump off the limb and say King Jerm is a few years older than me, and I'm 41. So he has 40-plus years of, accu- of cheating accusations. <laughs> it's hard being a black man. <laughs> it's difficult being a black man out here. Uncle Dolomite, I know y'all heard of him. Now, he has yet to be on the show, but he has been featured. Uh, same thing with King Jerm. Um, and you've heard me talk about his show before, how it's uplifting, uh, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? I, I compared us, which, uh, you know, some people might deem as corny, but we 
us as a tag team, we probably both like whoop your ass, right? Um, but I was like, yo, we like the we like Nip and K Dot of, of of this podcast, and I like that. You don't have to like that, and your girlfriend that you're about to break up with don't have to like that. But I like it. Hey, man. But Uncle Dolomite is the first uh, black podcaster, gang member, comedian, philanthropist to go live online from an off-grid location. Nobody knows how he does it. Now, did I ever meet Dolomite? Yes, twice. He came to my house. I went to his house the first time. Do you know once I got within a five-mile radius, all my shit cut off, my car cut off. Like, this shit, and I don't even have an electric car. All my shit just went blank. Just got that battery. I got that battery this year. I had to change the battery. I got it from AAA. It was $180-something. Fresh new battery. Turned my car on, that shit lit. Nigga, what? When I got that battery within five miles of Dolomite's sanctuary, my shit cut off. Phone, SOS. Yeah. Yeah, I just had to look at the text messages to get there. Nigga, I took one step over the opposite side, the opposite of that five-mile radius, and then all my shit cut right back on <laughs> like somebody paid the bill. <laughs> Nigga, what? Only black people, dog. The Drunken Nights. Do y'all ever remember the Drunken Nights? I was on the Drunken Nights. Was I, on the, I don't think I've ever... I don't think I was ever on a Drunken Nights show. Maybe I was featured... With an email or something like that. I know I've been mentioned on there before. Those are my cats out of Indy. Um, yeah. But the Drunken Nights, man, is they the first podcast, uh, first black podcast group to retire and then come back and then months later do an episode letting y'all know that they still retired. We want to retire properly and then retire. Yeah. Only black niggas do that. Yeah. Yeah, they did that. They did that, and 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 I need to call them because I, I mean, I I, I seen uh, King K online. You know what I'm saying? I have a, I have much uh, a, a more of a, a communication back and forth um, with uh, okay, goddamn, I can't even think of his name right now, but he black. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he black. But shout out to shout out to the Drunken Nights though. Shout out to the Drunken Nights. The Black Astronauts. Now, this is a little bit. Pull your, pull your chair up for this one. Sit up straight. Stop drooling. Uh, brother to the Night. He's a, yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Brother to the Night. I, I got to hit up Brother to the Night. Uh, you, still wear, you still wearing my merch? I'm letting you know. It's, it's outdated now. It's, it, could, it could be considered vintage. That's what I've been telling all my other customers. So still rock it, but I got much better material and, and content. Just to let you know if you listen to this. Um, I'm not sending no more free shit. You pass that limit, nigga, open that check. But I know you're getting paid. I, you look like new money. All right? Shout out. Uh, the Black Astronauts. That was literally the first gaming slash, I, I guess you'd say lifestyle uh, podcasters that I listened to. Literally. That, that was the first black podcast I listened to. It was them. Uh, the In Deep Show, shout out to Big B, Queen, um, uh, The Shiznit uh, with Dino, uh, and, 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 and then off of Dino, like Dino would be The Cosby Show, and then The Different World would be um, 
the No Nonsense show. It was a I wouldn't. I don't. I know Beyond has probably text me some crazy shit. It's not like it's a spinoff. It's just I met them through Dino. So you know that's whatever, nigga. You know what the fuck I mean. Um, but those were those were like the fat first black podcasters, and definitely the black astronauts. Uh, was the first one and dope. I'm talking about legendary. They to me, no lie, they should go down in podcast hall of fame. Like overall, with the um you know, the the podcasters, the Joe Buttons of the world and and except they should go down like that. For real. Um with the black astronaut. And shout out to them, man. That you wouldn't talk about nigga, they was like T D E. They, the, those were like the, the the black hippies, a podcasting right there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, dog, I really missed him. I do, and met some dope people outside of of their pod. Well, eventually it was a part of it, but I met you know, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh, let's keep this thing going, Shan. You thought. <laughs> Nigga saying thought she was gonna get away. <laughs> she, she is the first black woman to get hit by a car while chasing after a Jolly Rancher. And the reason why I bring that up is because it was a Jolly Rancher. That's one. Two. Um, the doctor said she would never be the same after she got hit by that car. This is one of the hardest working um, podcasters. Not even, I don't want to put woman or black on it. Although it's Black History Month. She has so many, she has so much content. Diverse content. And she goes after the bag. And and and, and the doctors was right. Because before that, she wasn't doing shit. She, nigga, she was taking, nigga, for you to run a dart across the street because of a Jolly Rancher? <laughs> Something got to be going on. She got smacked. Ever since then, she's just been a top three, top three podcaster of all time, nigga. Okay? Uh, Rashani. <laughs> you want to know the dope thing about him? This man has this series where we just create a motherfucking story between four goddamn strangers. And we just feed off and we create some shit. That shit is phenomenal, dog. That's one of the best. That's one of the best creative things I've ever heard or been a part of in my whole goddamn life. Please go check that series out. Please go check that series out. I'm talking about the most. And I'm, not, I'm not lying, dog. I've seen a lot of creative shit as a person that used to draw. I used to be jealous of people who could illustrate better than me, who could who could draw animation better than me. I've always I've always doubted myself when it came to people that was just naturally better than me in doodling. Uh, I could do it myself, but people who don't know how to draw at all look at me like how I look at them. But I am admired. I, I admire. I say I am admired. I admire people who are just naturally, or who just rank. Of of they just the stench of them is just creative, like they just it just naturally comes to them. Let's get to it. Rishani is the first black man to say, "I got you," but don't got you. 
and still be friends with you because this nigga cooks, bro. All that creativeness is fucking cool. But this nigga barbecue, real-time barbecue, I'm talking about open-toe sandals, the Nigerian leather sandals, okay? All right? He got the white linen, but they not white because he, he, come on, though. He got grease on there. He got barbecue. He make his own barbecue sauce. He ain't shared it with nobody on the West Coast. That nigga ain't shared a guy. Well, at least not me. I'm not saying I'm the whole West Coast, but bitch. <laughs> huh? I got to come I'm something. This nigga still ain't sent me nothing, bro. And hey, he's still my friend. Markel, you heard that nigga at the beginning. What that nigga Markel say? <laughs> Markel is the first black man to get high. Forget the year he got the drugs, but remember the conversation of those people that was have that was having an out that was he was. Let me say that again. Fuck that up. I messed that one up. Markel, the first black man to get high. Forget where. Forget the year he got the drugs, but can't remember the conversation those people was having outside. That wasn't there. <laughs> that. Was, they wasn't there at all. Nobody was outside. It wasn't even no insects in that section. It's real clear. Crystal, like, smooth. Jesus just walked by, so holy. Nobody was outside. And that nigga remembers the conversation that they had, but cannot remember the year he got those drugs from me. And he, he involved me. He Now, it's a Rico case. Why? Because that nigga said my name. The whole... He mentioned my daughter's name. The whole drug empire is coming down, baby. He, he admitted that I gave him drugs and he bought cookies. Girl Scouts, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to, I'm going to, get to that. I'm going to get to that because guess what? Bailey Taylor, first black Girl Scout to move 17-5, nigga, her first year without meeting her buyers. <laughs> Seven. Jeezy, sit your ass down, nigga. We want 17.5, nigga. Cookies? Cookies? Come on and get these chocolate and coconut cookies, man. Come get these shortbreads. I still got some available, too, so hit me up. If y'all want some, yo, we got this thing rolling until March 10th. I'm just trying to get the rest of them off. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all still need some, let me know. I still got some at the crib. Forget that yo radio. That's where I met Markel through Forget that yo radio and Stone, El Terrible, huh? And Delawise, Delaway, Delaware, Dela who? Dela Dela. What was the nigga? What was the point guard that used to play for the Cavs when Brown was there? Dela Vendova? Yeah, yeah. Forget that radio. These are the first black Republicans to vote with Democrat. They love y'all, but they don't fuck with y'all at all. I promise. And they back. I appreciate them. I love them, man. I really ain't used to have these motivational workout videos in his garage. I don't know if it was his garage or he did it inside his sprinter. I think it was in a, inside his sprinter now that I think about it. I think he was doing jumping jacks, push-ups, and, like, high knees in his sprinter. Yeah, and then Stone. Stone is like a... Um, 
Stone, Stone, I, I feel like Stone repent every night. Because he got to, y'all ever talk to Stone after, when he drinking? Like, and not recording? <laughs> Man, like my Rico case going to be wild. I'm just going to let y'all know. Rico case going to be wild like a motherfucker. But here we go, though. 12 Cal, you thought you was out of <laughs> Hey, let me tell you something about 12 Cal. 12 Cal is the first black, 12 Cal, first black podcaster to giggle in the beginning of his podcast to let you know how funny the episode is going to be. If you don't believe the me. The latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. Man, check this out. <laughs> See what I say? Hey, 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 I don't lie about this stuff. 12 Cal, 12 Cal, look at you dead in your dead in your face and say, hey, podcast. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. Man, check this out. <laughs> that giggle is coming. <laughs> that giggle is on the way. Edition. Of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am your boy, 12 Kyle. Check this out. <laughs> Let me tell you, you better pay. <laughs> hey, 12 Kyle is going to let you know. 12 Kyle is going to let you know in the beginning how funny or how serious this podcast is going to be. <laughs> Check this out. Yeah, so D Murph. My brother, boy, hey, come on back, bro. Podcasting ain't going nowhere, but take your time. Take your time, okay? We know you're over there doing Coach Murph. Coach Murph, yeah, I see you. I see you, Coach Murph, D. Murph. It's the first black podcaster to look it up. That's it. It ain't nothing. There's nothing extra to add to that, bro. I just told you. He's the first black podcaster to look it up. Yeah, all right. And before I get up out of here, yes, some of y'all niggas dodged a bullet this first episode. <laughs> I see you. Paco, your time is coming, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Delvin, your time is... Forget that, yo. I got y'all asses. But what up, though? <laughs> y'all time is coming. <laughs> it's on the way. Okay, Tahoe. Yeah, <laughs> your time is coming, brother. Episode number two. I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do. It. That's the blackest shit I could say right now. But the last one for the blackest history. <sighs> Shout out to my boy Greggy, man. He recently shaved his head bald. This nigga been on a. This nigga been on a. I'm a bald black man streak. I'm talking. I mean, he out there trying to get. All the <laughs> he's trying to get all the mobile home uh, trailer trash. He is that boy is working, but let me tell you something that that nigga did because Greg is the first black man to attend a secret society brothel, right? And and he made it out to tell us. Not only that, he is the first black podcaster. To get stripper goo on his white tee. Yes, if you need to hear and know that story, and trust me, brother, sister, you do need to know that stripper goo story. 
Because I know the story. I could tell you the story right now, but it does. It don't sound. It wouldn't sound better than if you heard it from Greggy. Because it happened on Greggy's shirt. And you know that's doing the era where niggas was wearing you know four X, five X pro clubs. I did. You want to know what my real shirt size is? Even with me being roughly thirty or forty pounds. Well, I'm I I might be a large in the shirt if I lose thirty pounds. But for the longest, I've been an extra large, right? Why not? Why was I wearing at least fifty pounds lighter? I was, I was rocking pro clubs like five and six X nightgowns. What was what was what was my? I'm talking about. I, I was I was I'm, I'm sitting here criticizing you niggas. I was going after that Popeye's chicken sandwich, and and look at me walking around with. With a pearl white nightgown on. You know what I'm saying? Jeans was a 44 in the waist. Snowcakes back there, bro. What are you doing? What are you doing now? You know what I didn't get crazy with? I did it, but I didn't do it like that. It was the fat laces. See, I got some chuck. I got some black chucks. I got the skin. I wear it was it was niggas out there wearing the the fat laces on the on the chucks. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it, and I probably even did it when I was younger, but nah, I keep it traditional now, you know what I'm saying, I, and I keep the black one. Let me explain something to y'all about our hats out here. Stay away from the baseball hats, okay? All you um, Mariners fans, Athletic A's, okay? Cincinnati Reds, you know, Boston Red Sox, that Phillies. Yeah, boy, buddy, buddy, buddy. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. And I would say the the safest hat to wear, wear the L.A. hat. Now, the blue one is kind of an alternate uniform for the 6-0s. I'm not going to even hold you. So be careful with that one. But they'll let, they'll give you, a, depending on how you carry yourself, they might, oh, is this nigga from 6-0 or 9 But if you wear that Mariners with that S... All right, I'm I'm trying to give y'all some of our black history too. There's a difference between Sunset Strip and the Shaw at a certain time. One is going to probably have more lowriders and car clubs, and the other one is going to have, if I had to use it in today terms, Sunset will have like you know Priuses and <laughs> Teslas and shit like that on the Shaw. You're gonna have all you're gonna have Altimas with the Lamborghini doors. You're gonna have some six foes out there. You're gonna have some Durangos. Shit, you might even see a couple of Astro vans out there. You feel me? That's on the show. And be careful. I remember the homie. Shout out. Rest in peace to my boy Jelani. <sighs> he decided after prom, and he was younger than us, but he came out to chill on the show with us that night. This nigga had. <laughs> he had on a burgundy, he had on a gray and burgundy uh, jumpsuit, like a like a no um, like the full cover on jumpsuit, dicky jumpsuit. Yeah, it was gray and burgundy. We said this nigga hopped out. We said, "Get your motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> get your motherfucker, just get your stupid ass in the car." But you get it shot up. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, that was crazy. You can't do that on the show, man. What's wrong with y'all, man? I got in trouble. This is a fact, though. Just some 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 Baylor Black history before I get up out of here, and I love y'all for this. Um, I got into it with the Bloods more than I got into it with the Crips, you know, and that's the fact. It seemed like the Bloods was just so much more angrier, so much more, so much more hostile. Yeah. Some of them were my friends, though. Some of them were my friends, though. Yeah, but I had some cool... Crib. And, and it, 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 it's like they did have their own, own personality. You know what I'm saying? I met some cool bloods, though. Some real cool ones, but... You know, Crips were more laid back, man. Laid back. And they and when I got banged on by them cats from East Coast, it was... It was very uh, business savvy in a way, you know what I'm saying? He was like, "Hey, yo, hey, homie, where you from?" I'm like, "Man, I don't bang." He was like, well, "Pull your pants up." I said, you got it, Bucko. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't say that. I would never say that out loud. At that, I was in like what the seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade. I I gave him that now, like, no, I, I received the message strong. You know, I looked up. It was a whole Wu Tang cast of niggas. You think I'm going to say something? I got to go to school every day, bro. I went to Bethune. I went to Bethune on the east side. Uh, 7th and 8th grade. That's what it was. 7th and 8th grade. So two years. That was a long two years, my nigga. They was on that corner. They're on that corner of 69. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And niggas apartment buildings on both ends of the block. One on Broadway, the other one on Main. The one on Main... That was, what, nigga? But don't sleep on the one on Broadway. That's the one I got banged on. And it was it was about seven of them niggas sitting on top of them staircases. I was like, what? Broad daylight, bro. We got out of like 306. Broad, that nigga said, hey, hey cuz, where you from? I'm like, I don't bang. That nigga said, pull your pants up. Yeah, all right. I understood. Business decision, bro. I was... I was walking with the homie Alejandro. That's say he know how to play. That nigga know how to hoop. Alejandro knew how to hoop, dog. That nigga Alejandro kept walking. <laughs> that we was just talking to each other. That nigga said, "Hey, cuz." When that nigga say, "Hey, cuz," that nigga Alejandro focused on getting home, like he should. He would have got his ass whooped. It was nigga. Have you ever seen Wu-Tang in East Coast form? That's why, hey, when you come out here and you say shit like, he from the East Coast, L.A. niggas are going to register it like this. Is he from the East Coast or is he from East Coast? Did y'all see that? Did y'all see that uh, post on IG when she said, hey, make sure you get it straight. Is he from the East Coast or is he from East Coast? That's two different things, 12 Cal. That's some black, L.A. black history for you, huh? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Um... Yeah, man. Y'all stay black. And I wanted to get out of this month with a tribute to these black people that I mentioned in this episode. So shout out to y'all. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Or not if you the drunken nights. But shout out to y'all too. Um, yeah. So shout out to black people, man. Fuck it. Shit. We need that shit.